Hey there, I'm Jen Therian, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm a former nine to fiver that dove into entrepreneurship eight years ago with zero business experience. I'm a wife, mama of two young girls, boutique owner, jewelry designer, and now the proud owner and coach leading Goldie Links Permanent Jewelry. I have a passion to empower fellow business babes. This podcast is made to equip you with everything you need to succeed, from actionable marketing steps to digging deep on your mindset. I know firsthand the heart, hard work, and let's be real, at times a struggle that makes up this amazing journey. You want to know what has enabled me to shine the brightest? Coaching plus community. Here at Goldie Links, we share openly, educate, and lift each other up. Expect to get linked with fellow PJ owners that will do just that, sprinkled with plenty of fun along the way. Competition is an old school thought and connection is the way. Get ready to feel inspired. Welcome to the Goldie Links Podcast. Hey there, did you know that I offer a permanent jewelry membership? It's everything you need in order to scale and elevate your permanent jewelry business. Marketing scripts, Canva templates, photo, video, supplier list, support, business expert masterclasses, bonus trainings, constant discount on Goldie Links permanent jewelry supplies, and trust me, there's even more. It is updated monthly and it costs less per month than what your customer pays for one permanent bracelet. I hope to see you in there. If you're interested and want to find out more information, go to goldielinksociety.com. And now back to the show. I wanted to make an episode answering a question that I probably get the most when it comes to having your own permanent jewelry business. So I get this in person, a lot through my DMs and my website, because obviously, if if you don't know, Goldie Links, I do offer it as a franchise where you can have your own Goldie Links business. So I have trained other women who do not want a Goldie Links business, and I've also obviously have my Goldie Girls (laughs) that I've supported and helped grow their Goldie Links business over the last year, year and a half. So through having my own permanent jewelry business and supporting the women and training the women that I have, these are the three things that I have found have been almost basically necessity, in my opinion, for having a successful permanent jewelry business. So let's start with number one. Maybe the obvious one, but you have to like permanent jewelry. Like you might see something where it's an opportunity. Like this is a trend. You see maybe it's not really in your area yet and you almost want to jump on it, right? Because you you see the profit margin, you've done some research, and it seems to be a promising business. So this is how I feel. There was a couple of times I was approached with a network marketing and MLM business. And I have nothing against those businesses. I think they're amazing. There's some amazing ones out there. There was one in particular I remember getting approached with. And she was saying how it's a new opportunity. And this is the way she was kind of selling me, quote unquote, on this business is because she didn't really love the product, but she loved that it was like getting in on the ground up from the beginning of this business, being that you can build your team, it's new. This is something to really jump on now before it gets big. And I remember just being so bothered by that. This is years ago before permanent jewelry. And, you know, and I'm always interested in different business, you know, opportunities or different products. Like if there's something that I love, like I'm willing to try it. So I did order a bunch of these products and I'm not kidding. I hated them. (laughs) Like, I did not like them. And she admitted that she didn't like them either. But she was like, I just, I am interested in the business opportunity. I'm not interested in the product, which I found really troubling to me. It didn't feel, you know, true to me. It didn't feel authentic. I'm like, I can't stand behind this product that I'm just doing because like I see that it's like a business opportunity versus me really loving what I'm selling and representing, right? So with permanent jewelry, 
I'm not saying you have to be obsessed with jewelry. For me, being a franchise owner, and this is that's my job. My job is to be obsessed with jewelry. <laughs> my job is to provide and do the research and provide you and with the knowledge of what the best chains and findings are to create findings, to always be able to look out for new trends because that that's how my mind works. I'm obsessed with jewelry. I have been for a while. I've been making it for a while. I did a recent interview actually with Michelle from Bonded in Charlotte. I was asking her, like, have you always loved jewelry? And that's actually one of the questions I do ask because I just want to get like a base of like where, how does someone get into permanent jewelry? What, what was appealing to them? And she was like, honestly, not really. But when I started, I was introduced to permanent jewelry. I loved the meaning behind it, the connection behind it, seeing like the the people that were coming in and what was happening and how it was much more than jewelry. And of course, do I love the convenience of it? Like for me, yes, I love it. I love that I have jewelry on all the time, but it's not like I was already pre-existing obsessed with jewelry prior to permanent jewelry. And again, that's okay, but she loves what permanent jewelry stands for. She loves the ease. She loves the, you know, the lightweightness of it, the quality, the fact that you don't have to worry about it. It's always on. These are factors that you have to love, whether it be jewelry, what permanent jewelry stands for, what it does for people. I feel like if you don't love it and you don't want to wear it yourself, it's going to be really hard. It might be fine in the beginning when you're getting started and this is just a fun, exciting new thing. But if you've ever done anything like that before, you know that maybe it was exciting in the beginning, but you realize, and I've had many friends too, start businesses that realize, yes, okay, I like doing this. Maybe like I enjoy candles. I love burning candles. Do I want to make candles? Maybe it was fun in the beginning. But honestly, do I want to do this all the time? Do I want to dedicate my time if I want to create this really successful business in candles and making candles to be like talking about it and researching and finding new methods, you know, and just posting about it all the time and kind of really having this passion of candle making if I were to have my own candle making business? No, I love, I appreciate candles. <laughs> I don't mind doing it on the side as a hobby. But really, it's not my passion. I don't see anything like deeper than just loving a candle and burning it and the whole not living it, not living in the candle making life and the candles being my life, right? It can be interesting and something new is always fun and interesting for a period of time. But if you don't truly see and really appreciate the meaning and the connection piece of it or just the beauty part of it or just the fact that you're obsessed with jewelry, there has to be something I feel about permanent jewelry that really lights you up in order to be a long-standing, sustainable, successful business. Number two, you have to like people. <laughs> that is one of the things I talk about and even in the first episode, my personal episode, talking about why I feel permanent jewelry is just a culmination of all these things I had been searching for prior in my prior business. The connection piece of permanent jewelry, the meaning behind the jewelry, obviously already existing loving jewelry, but the connection piece that's why it's people. I missed people. There was a time in my life, like I know that I love talking to people. I do. I love the energy of it. I love, I love learning from other people. I love, I, I, I'm not a fan of small talk. I'll get right down into the nitty gritty of like having a deeper conversation. These are things I really crave. Like I really crave that in my life. I realize that's one of the things I love about business. I love pretty things. I loved having, I still do love having a boutique, but really what lights me up is when I actually talk to customers, I find out what they want. I'm fulfilling a need. And honestly, permanent jewelry, having an existing boutique business prior to, and although 
it's on my own brick and mortar. They are inside Merchant Market. So I'm not forced to be there every day working my boutique. Having said that, I've done many markets. I've met my customer in many different ways. And I have, you know, I do work at the shop so many days a week that I have had, of course, that experience, but nothing beats (laughs) permanent jewelry. You are forced to be in front of somebody putting on jewelry with them. And it's not about the transaction. Whereas like maybe, you know, of course it's important. Your environment's always important. When you go into a boutique, most likely your favorite boutique that you go to a brick and mortar, it's because you love the way you feel when you go in there. Whether it be everybody is just so nice, whether it be just such a beautiful place. Like, I don't know how you feel about if you've been to an anthropology, that is like therapy for me. I will walk around anthropology. I get so inspired. It's so beautiful. They're always doing something different, though. even the, just the displays. I mean, it's just like there's a feeling when you walk into anthropology, okay? If you can admit there's a feeling you get. It's a different feeling when you walk into a Walmart versus Target. There's a different feeling when you walk into a Walmart versus anthropology. There are different, you know, different feelings when you walk into, you know, you can name all these different stores in your mind and how you feel differently when you walk into their store. So obviously too, we have to love the product, right? We're, we're going into anthro because most likely we love like also what they offer. With permanent jewelry, there's a lot of permanent jewelers out there. Yes, we offer different things, but most likely, I mean, these are all simple chains, right? So you can find the same chain in a lot of different permanent jewelers in your area. What it comes down to is how you make them feel. So I had uh, a girl who was talking about, she really wanted to, like, she was big on the time that she put on bracelets. She was concerned with being fast. And I was like, I get that. But at the same, because she was really concerned with certain chains she didn't want to add to her inventory because she felt it slowed her down. And then I was like thinking to myself, well, what is she really, you know, again, I understand people are coming to the intention of one of the intentions is to get jewelry, but most likely people are not coming to get permanent jewelry just to have this dry experience where someone doesn't even talk to you and they just put this piece on you and you walk away and you're happy. It's an experience. The whole thing is an experience. More likely than not, someone's coming with somebody they care about, their friend, their mother, their daughter. I've had four generations come together I mean, there, I can name so many stories and nothing, I've never had a boutique experience like that where someone has come in with their whole family shopping together. So again, it does play into the experience walking into a boutique or store of how you feel, but it is so elevated and so much more important when it comes to permanent jewelry. It is an in-person experience. And so to me to sit down and have a conversation and actually feel like I'm, you know, honoring that they're there. I appreciate they're there. I'm treating everyone like they're the most important person in that moment to me and just really appreciating and asking questions. Oh my gosh, who are you with? Oh my, this is your best friend hearing their story of how they were friends and just the family situation of when they come in and, you know, and really just treating the, and really, honestly, I I don't do this as a marketing. That is truly who I am. I am interested in these people sitting down in front of me. I honestly care. And I mean, people are amazed at when I, I can remember what I could tell you what I had for breakfast. I will forget the craziest stuff because my mind is always everywhere. But I do remember specific details when someone tells me a story. Like say I have a lot of repeat customers and they'll come back and be like, oh my God, I can't believe you remember that. I'm like, oh yeah, because you were the one that you went to California and you guys were doing this. And she's like, how do you remember that? But I will remember these things because I truly do like people. I really like hearing stories. I really do get invested and interested in what they have to say. I don't look at them as like a, just a, a dollar sign coming to, you know, that I'm going to make X amount of money from. Of course, do, we all need to make money doing this, but really it has to be, to, in order for it to be A, fulfilling for you also, which I feel like is the number one most important thing in having a business. Success to me, I mean, I think we go right to 
typically success meaning monetary, money. And honestly, it will be really hollow if that's your only, you know, way you gauge success. So for me, it's really fulfilling to know that I'm like, these people are walking away with a great experience and they have this permanent piece. They're going to look down at it. Not only remember they got it with their best friend, but the the feeling they got from the permanent jeweler they gave it to them. And who, what, word of mouth is the strongest form of marketing. I will say that all day long. I think the way I've grown my business is by treating my customers like, again, like they're the most important person. Like think of someone that you are obsessed with, whether it be Taylor Swift, whether it be, I'm trying to think of someone right now, Oprah, because Oprah's always been kind of like real high for me. Okay. (laughs) Real high. Treating everyone like literally they are the person that you would die. They sat in front of you, right? Like they are the most important person. Okay. I can't tell you how many people come to me and I'm like, where did you hear about this? Because I'm always asking that too. I want to know, did you find this on Instagram? Did you, oh my gosh, my neighbor told me about you. She loved it. Like it's a lot of word of mouth. I would say, honestly, 75% of people that come to me are either repeat or they have been heard about from someone else. And you better believe if you went to somebody who was just fast about putting on a bracelet, didn't even talk to you, didn't seem interested in you, didn't really care, just wanted you to wanted you to pay and walk away, do you think that they'd be telling their neighbor and bragging and just like really excited about? And I feel like I constantly hear that. And I have to say, I truly feel it's because I love people. And you are going to, there's no way to not do permanent jewelry and not be in front of people. That's bottom line. And not to say, and someone who's more shy or an introvert, it's not about that. You are one-on-one in front of people. So you're not in a big crowd. You're not, and yes, don't be wrong. After a long day of permanent jewelry, even for me, I consider myself, I guess, if you could say an extrovert, but honestly, I also need my alone time. I need time to like fill my cup. Sometimes when I come home and my girls are like, you know, when I walk in the door and I've had a really busy pop-up and I'm talking to people nonstop, it's, it can be, it's like, I need, I need time to kind of like to myself and just feel like just to, you know, recharge, I guess. But so even being, if you're someone who I feel is a little bit more shy or really just focusing on, and again, too, like when I'm at pop-ups and say it's really busy and there's a line and I'm like, oh my gosh, I could totally let this like frazzle me. I always focus on just the person I'm with. It doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. And honestly, if I'm speaking to a person that you feel like, oh, I'm a little like shy. I don't really love. I'm not the person that will go up to anybody and have a conversation with them. That's fine. It doesn't matter. That doesn't mean you don't like people. That just might mean that like, you know, you just, you're not that person to be outgoing, but can you, and do you like to have conversations with people? Do you have find interest in talking to people? I think that is more important and focusing on the one person in front of you because you can only do one thing at a time when it comes to permanent jewelry. You cannot be working on three people at once. So as long as you're like really, like I said, making that person feel good and you enjoy that and you enjoy people, then this is like, this is great. (laughs) Permanent jewelry is great. So that's the one thing I have to say, and I'll, I'll end this, this part with saying this, like for me, that has been one of the biggest, like the biggest joy probably in doing permanent jewelry. I wouldn't say the biggest, maybe one of the big, it's so hard to number them. Cause of course I love the connection piece and what these meaningful pieces probably is number one. But the fact that I get to go into these small businesses and have the honor of like seeing and meeting the, the owners and being in people's homes and like seeing these great fun parties with their friends and knowing that I'm a part of making this party fun and like, and creating these connections and that it's, like that 
is what I love and has brought me so much joy in doing permanent jewelry. So that's number two. Hey, it's me. I'm going to jump in here real quick. Did you know you can have your own Goldie Links business? If you've been dreaming about having a successful permanent jewelry business, but you don't know where to start, or you have a permanent jewelry side hustle and want to take it to the next level and be a part of something bigger, then I would love to connect. Just go to BeAGoldieGirl.com, submit your info, and we can see if this is a good fit for you. So it's BeAGoldieGirl.com, B-E-A-GoldieGirl.com. Now back to the show. Number three. Time. So I know a lot of times people will take this as a side hustle and they're like, oh, just like a big good side hustle. Not saying it can't be a side hustle. It can. I'm not really great at doing anything side hustle. For me, of course, this became right away my new passion, my new, but again, I was already an entrepreneur. But if you have a full time job right now and you want to do this as a side hustle, a lot of things come into play. Whether or not you even have a full time job, but just honestly considering all different like walks of life, just thinking about what your time looks like. Are you a mother? Do you have a lot of support? What are you doing on weekends with your kids? Or if you are, you know, have a full-time job? Are you working a lot on weekends? Like, what does that look like? Are you on call? Do you travel a lot? Like, okay, so you have to think, depending on too, where you want to take this. This is the beauty of having a business and also having a permanent jewelry business. You can make it as busy or as slow as you want it to be, right? So you can create a side hustle. You can do things just so you decide, like, I want to make an extra, like, $500 to a grand a week and try and book like a party a week or do a pop-up a week, that's good enough, right? Because it's your side hustle. It's actually something fun for you to do because again, it's like getting you into another group in front of people and, you know, just sounds fun. Then great. You know, I think that if you were to make it, if you are looking for this to make you a, you know, higher income and kind of be your, your one source of income, and depending on, again, how what your goal is of how much money you want to bring in from this, how much ideally time do you have to dedicate to this, right? Keep in mind, if you start this way, if you're doing pop-ups and parties, and even regardless, even if you were right to having a brick and mortar, most of this is, a lot of people do this on weekends. So are you able to have at least one weekend day where you can do a party or a pop-up? Or have you know have your brick and mortar be able to have appointments? Are you do you have some evenings free? Because most likely, don't get me wrong, I've had parties all across the board. I mean, of course, I've had early parties on Saturdays where they started eleven or twelve, like noon, and then. Um, but most likely the week weekday parties, right, are in the evening. And then, you know, considering that, you know, when I talk to a lot of women that want to get started are moms with young children. And are you to that point where you're you're going to soccer all weekend? Are you, do you have the support? Do you have someone, luckily enough, my husband is at a place with his job that he is able to be with my girls when I do a pop-up or party and I'm gone for four to five hours on, you know, the weekends. And whereas before, when I went, before I even started this business, he was working so much. He was working all weekend, there would have been no way, honestly, I could have started this business because I don't have, you know, a grandparent. We don't have family close. There's no one we can rely on consistently to be like, hey, can my girls be watched by you for five hours? Right. So it is something that, you know, I've been lucky enough and, and blessed enough to have the support of my husband. And also, too, when I have weekday situations, he can be home a little bit earlier on some days if I have to go to a pop up by four o'clock that day. Um, so, yeah, so it has worked for us because of the schedule we currently have. But having said that, my girls are three and five. I know that as I get them in more activities, and I've said this before, I know that that it might change. And this is the beauty of it, though. I can say no to things or be like, no, sorry, I have this soccer game and I can't do earlier, but I can do later. And I might have to say no to more things. And I know that might affect my income. But also as I know that I have this period of growing my business and hopefully just being in front of more eyes and having more inquiries, which I am as, I, as time goes on, I can be able to be a little bit more selective. 
and then give parties that I can, can't do to my local Goldie Girls. Or even honestly, even if my local Goldie Girl Madison can't do a party or pop-up that I cannot do, which has happened between us a lot lately. If either she's booked, so she gives me something or I'm booked and I give her something. But honestly, even just local permanent jewelers reaching out to them and being like, hey, you know, we can't do this and this person really wants this party. I'm going to offer it to them, right? So these are just things to consider. You know, ideally how much time and not only just physically in person pop up parties, but also just the time during the week. Again, depending on how big and how you want this business to be. When are you going to have time to walk into businesses? Let's say if you want to schedule pop ups and be able to introduce yourself and or take the time and do some research in your area and even send out even DMs, right? Post on Instagram, like doing all these things that we have to do for business. As if you, when you get further into it, you know, you have to wear many hats and you know, really, I feel like one of the biggest things that businesses want to know is how to get in front of their customers, like how to get more eyeballs on your business, right? So are you going to have time to dedicate into doing that? Whether it be social media, whether it be spending time creating a website and focusing on your SEO, creating a Google profile, like all these options you have into like networking, going into a networking event, maybe contacting and, and being a part of markets, contacting local influencers. Like these are things that we all have to consider in growing our business because from one of my mistakes, you know, thinking too in the past of like, oh, I'll grow this website and then they will come. It doesn't work that way. Also with permanent jewelry, it's so great to be out in your community because again, this is a lot of word of mouth. This is a lot of talking to people and if you're not afraid to walk into a boutique and to and to let people know what you do, again, that's going to that's going to take you really far. You know, when you just are wanting and willing to talk about it, putting it out there, asking your friends and family, "Hey, do you want to do you want to like book a party? This is super fun." Like asking people, not being afraid to ask and and really just again, that's going to take time, right? It's going to take time. It always takes time to get the ball rolling, to dedicate. And again, there's all like, there's ebbs and flows. Like, I mean, I, I talked to somebody recently with an interview and she was saying like, I, I was, we were talking about best months and worst months when it comes to permanent jewelry, like monetary. And she was saying like, you know, the worst months I've had were honestly, I can think were down to me, like not really following up with people, not putting myself out there when I kind of felt like I was, you know, just not feeling like I wanted to, right? I saw the effects in my business. And I have to say the same, like when I'm not maybe showing up in my stories enough or talking about things enough and following up with people that said they were interested in parties, but yeah, I didn't follow up. Like these are things that I know there's always options. There's so many things you can do for marketing right now in the world, right? Whether it be social media, whether it be really just like talking to your friends and family, whether it be again, going the Google route and, and focusing on your website, there really is so many things you can do to get yourself out there. But also there is a little bit more work in the start of it, because I have to say, although I have my slow months where I feel like, okay, I, I could have probably booked this if I would have done this, whatever. But I do feel like that I put a lot of work in the beginning and have grown it with again putting myself out there, you know, getting in touch, influencers, having, you know, hosting my own event, things that I've done in the first year of business, especially the first like six months. Now people are coming to me, right? More. So I'm not having to work as much to get my name out there, but it's still a consistent thing. I don't care where you are in business. That's why Nike, I mean, they're pretty established, right? But there's still commercials out there for Nike. It's like you're always you know, you're always wanting to just stay fresh, stay in communication with your customers, letting people know you're there. And again, that takes time. It can all get systemized, but depending on how much time you have to dedicate to those things. 
And I'll leave it there. I feel like those three factors, having a passion for permanent jewelry, whether it be the beauty of it, whatever aspect of permanent jewelry that you love, there has to be a passion there. Number two, do you love people? (laughs) And number three, time. Just having the time. If you have no weekend availability, it's going to be a little hard to grow a permanent jewelry business. So that is my opinion. That is what I found so far in growing my permanent jewelry business. I hope you find some value from this. And if you have any questions, of course, as always, reach out. I'm on Instagram at Goldie Link Society. And I look forward to hearing from you. Okay, we'll talk soon. Well, how do you feel? I hope you found value in today's episode and you walk away feeling inspired. I would love to hear from you. Let's link up. You can find me on Instagram at Goldie Link Society. You can find out more about our permanent jewelry membership at goldielinksociety.com, our handmade permanent jewelry supplies of connectors, chain, and more at goldielinksupplies.com. Okay, I will see you next time. Have a golden day.